Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is spring training time. Yeah. Did you watch any spring training yet, Megan? I don't have the... I don't pay for the capability to watch. I don't either, but it was on <laughs> something on replay the other day. It was on Root the other day. Oh, I don't have Root. Oh, well, I, I don't have MLB TV yet. <laughs> Because T-Mobile gave us uh, the uh, season pass for MLS instead uh-huh. of instead of baseball, maybe we'll see. I don't know. Um, I kind of hope cross my fingers for both. I <laughs> thought you were talking week. about last week. Yeah, yeah but um, no, but I was looking at some film and watching some videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, watching some highlights the, on the MLB app. So the uh, the big controversy right now is there's a pitch clock in baseball. Yeah, but like I mean, I know there's some people who are upset about it, but everyone who they interviewed, which maybe that's just the media filtering, um, was like. Where it's going to take some getting used to, but I think it'll be good. Like they said so far, the first weekend, they've had a lot shorter games and it's been a lot more action. Um, and I think all the reasons they did that are like coming into fruition. So. Yes. So if you're not familiar with this, this is an idea that they have started in minor league stuff. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for a couple of years in minor leagues. Yeah. So uh, a batter has to be in the box at a certain by a certain time. And the pitcher has to be ready to go. It's 15 seconds when yeah. nobody's on base mm-hmm. and 20 seconds when somebody is, right? Which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but when you're watching it, you're like, man, they're like really going for it. They're yeah. just like doing this thing. And if you're not, then you get one time out per at bat, and then the second time it's an automatic strike, or it's a ball if it's on the pitcher side of things. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's a really fast explanation of it. But the goal is let's shorten these games up because these kids, no kids can stand, you know, sitting through a four-hour game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Well, I mean, the ultimate goal is to increase viewership and, yeah. like, and, and maintain a fan base. Uh-huh. And so baseball is notoriously long and yes. not very action-filled. And, so. the, and the hard part is when you're uh, there live, it's not as bad. And that's how baseball used to be played and watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, in person, you don't notice it as much. You're there. You, you're This is what you're doing. You're buying mm-hmm. extra hot dogs and have more time to do it. But when you're do, going for TV viewership and when the game is mostly changed where 99% of people watch online versus mm-hmm. in person, uh, then you have to change and adjust the game a little yeah. bit. And so, yeah, and to, they also took away the shift. Um, or like significant portions of yep. it. I think that you can shift a little bit, but not nearly as much as you could last and the, season. Uh, uh, this so. is not a baseball podcast, but I do find it interesting for a couple <laughs> of things. One, a significant thing happened over the weekend, which is a game ended with the bases loaded, two outs, and 3-2 count, and yep. the batter uh, did not yep. get set in time, and they called them out just yep. right there, which is yep. wild. Well, and the for, a not, for a, a preseason game, who cares? But yeah. the controversy was, had this been a playoff game? Well, Are you really going to yes, do that? Yes, you are, because that's the rule. Like, you've... And by playoffs, like, you've had all season to adjust to this. Yeah. Like, Okay, yeah, we're making mistakes now. We're going to see those things now. But if you're still doing that in October, then you shouldn't be a professional baseball player anymore. I get it. This is your job. Like, these are the rules. This is the thing you need to make sure you're adjusted to. So, like, I hope that in the playoffs they change it and be like, you know what? No, they shouldn't. It doesn't matter. No, they shouldn't. We love the drama between the pitches and and they absolutely should. The other thing that came up uh, that somebody mentioned the other day was, are we going to get a pitch clock in the auditorium? Uh, for me, as we count down, <laughs> I went extra long on Sunday, and they're like, maybe a pitch clock isn't a bad idea back there. And I was like, note taken. But I'd be like so stressed. I'd be like, oh, God. Okay. Uh, you do have a clock, though. You think I talk fast now. Wait until you see I got a pitch clock, <laughs> and I got I to gotta move forward on that thing. That would be uh, exceptionally. I actually thought that because when we last fall or whatever, when 
they when you guys changed the times to being closer together, so nine fifteen and ten thirty, I was yes. like, Brent's gonna have to adjust. Have to adjust, and we have <laughs> we've we've done a very we've never had a service uh, go so far that like it affects the second service. This mm-hmm. Sunday was one of the closer ones because I had way too much stuff to talk about in first. <laughs> I service. actually saw and noticed that because. Maybe you cut back, but when I was looking at your notes, I was like, seven pages, dang, dude. Cut, cut back in second. Yeah. I, I had to. <laughs> so, And if you only watch this online, that's the only part that you got. So you, you only if you were there in person were you there for the full gamut of stuff. on, on But it was it's not like it's super worth it. I think everything I cut was lame, so it doesn't matter. So anyways, how was your weekend? It was pretty chill. Yeah? I don't know. Anything I don't know. fun? Um, Leia came over on Friday night and had some dessert with me. Fun. Um, and then love got, our friend Leah. Uh-huh. She is also helping out with Story Table this Thursday, nice. doing all the desserts as she does for uh-huh. those things. And I got my oil changed yesterday. Nice. And that was it. Good. The like kid who did the oil change. I say kid because he was maybe twenty. Um, he was like doing anything fun, and I was like going to Winco after this. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> I got my blood drawn on Saturday. Wow. I got a doctor's appointment. It's one of those, you're turning 40, oh, yeah. you should probably okay. get your blood drawn. and Yeah, so it's just like normal blood work situation. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I got a call. My appointment is tomorrow, and apparently they need more than like a day to, to uh, do the stuff to tell you what's in your blood. <laughs> and so they're like, hey, you got it done, right? And I was like, no, I didn't know about it. And and they said, well, you have to do it tomorrow. And I, I was like, well, I, we had this all-day board meeting that we were doing on uh-huh. Saturday. I'm like, what are my options? And they're like, you have one option. There's one, <laughs> one Interpath Lab open on Saturdays, uh-huh. and it's over in Kennewick. yeah. yeah. By the by the rink. old Hastings, yeah, yeah, um, and so I was like, okay, and they're like, and it's eight o'clock. Get there at eight o'clock. I was like, got it done. Mm-hmm. I showed up at like eight o three. I thought they only do by appointment on Saturdays. I oh, maybe not. Nope, it was walk in. Oh, okay, I walked in at eight o three. I bet it was packed. Thirty people in yep. line. Uh huh. And I was like, I have to be somewhere at nine. Is this gonna be a problem? Yep. And they go, no. And oh, they were got quick. me through, man. They were stabbing people, just friggin' <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> looked like a Morgan there. <laughs> it looked like Vietnam War is what it looked like and felt like. I feel like that's maybe an exaggeration. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> whatever. It worked. How are you on Given Blood? Are you like oh, fine. you're fine with it? Yeah, oh, I don't man. like to watch I, while they stick the needle in. But other than I that, I don't I'm watch fine. anything. I, feel I actually so bad. do kind of like watching the like vials fill. I think that's kind of cool. It's one of those jobs where I would hate that because she's trying to talk to me while it's happening, and I don't want to look at her, and I don't want to look at what's happening mm-hmm. in my arm either. You can say that. You can be like, listen, I listen, have to completely I don't look talk away. To you. Yeah, like you, I, you can is, talk to me, I'm but sure you're I nice. will not respond. You to seem you. like a very. This nice is not a. This is not a. A measure of how kind or good yeah. you are at your job. You're this doing is fine. all about me. It's all about me. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. The worst is that like most of the time when you do this, you it's like a fasting blood draw usually. Yep. That's what and it was. And so you're like hungry. Starving. And L- like a little bit lightheaded. Ready to go. And I always like drive through McDonald's after those appointments. Um, So sometimes I do get a little lightheaded. Yeah. But it's mostly because of like low blood sugar like not eating for yeah. a while um but yeah i do fine i actually i, I do like that would be a really hard job you're dealing with people who are, are low blood sugar who <laughs> just need a freaking candy bar <laughs> and who are you know f- afraid of needles <laughs> grossed out by blood 
I mean, how many people have passed out just by like, you know, seeing their own oh, blood? Oh yeah, you know for what I mean? sure, all that'd the a, time. That'd be a wicked job, man. Being uh, a phlebotomist, yeah, that's and, what they're called, and, you know. And you have to wait, and, and it's like, it was a constant churning of people oh, yeah. in the morning that time, so you're just like, dude, I, I don't have time to like find your vein, bro. You just need to have a good vein here. <laughs> so anyways. Ugh. Yeah, I got ugh. my blood drawn in like September. Yeah. So. And the night before was Aubrey's 40th birthday uh-huh. party. Uh, and it was uh, a little karaoke night over at uh, Traveler Espresso. Mm-hmm. They shut it down for us and we were in there. And I'm I'm sitting there eating and I realize... You have to stop eating. I have to stop. I have a certain time frame though. Like I'm like... It's like 12 hours. I, was it 12 math. hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was 8 o'clock. <laughs> so I, we got there at like 6.37. I'm like, I got to have all the cake and all the beer right now. And then I got to be done. And And it was like, you know... Anyways, and then I'm like, "Is this good?" I'm like getting absolutely sugar high before I go and do this this deal. I know it's 12 hours, but I was pushing the limit on it. So, yeah, if it comes funny. back bad, I'll be like, "Listen, Johnny made this cake that was incredible. I had to have some. It looked fantastic. Really we did karaoke. Nice. And, did you uh, participate? Uh, here was my big participation point. Well, I did some heckling. Yes. <laughs> My biggest participation of the night was I said, Aubrey, for your 40th birthday, you should demand that Chris Pitzer starts off the karaoke. Huh? huh? Yeah, her I saw- husband, who wouldn't. He did it too. That's he how much did. he loves her. He loves her. He did great. <laughs> he did great. Here was the best part of the night. One, I picked uh, a Third Eye Blind song. Okay. Because it was supposed to be like, at le- I thought at the very first part, it was all going to be 90s themed songs. That's oh, what okay. everybody was saying. So I was like, oh, what's the good 90s, 2000s rock song? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, Semi Charm Kind of Life by Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Which, when you actually get the words on the screen and you're singing them, are very, very dirty and very bad <laughs> and very you're drug. Like, I didn't realize. Very drug oriented. <laughs> very drug oriented. <laughs> So, you didn't know? Yeah, chance of that's my pastor after I get done from about two or three people as I take a seat. And uh, and Travis mm-hmm. was so kind, uh, Hacky, to sing it with me. Oh, nice. Uh, and then he proceeded to sing the next one with Aubrey and then the next one with, uh, I don't know, everybody else. And <laughs> he never put the mic down. He just sat there in a chair and sang every song that came Beautiful. up with them. Well, you know, their family motto is... We cannot be embarrassed. We yeah. will not be ignored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It worked that night. And so I got up at the very end and I said, just want to thank everybody coming out for Travis's concert. Really had a great time. Be sure to tip your waitresses. It was quite the show. Um, And Aubrey would be, if Travis was number one, Aubrey was 1B. She was up there singing a lot too. It is her birthday. And it's her birthday. It's her show. She gets to do what she wants. She loves doing karaoke. And she loves it. Yeah. Yes. So it was it was great yeah. times. Uh, okay, and then uh, <laughs> one last thing, and then I'll I'll defer, do whatever. We had a board mm-hmm. retreat on Saturday, okay. and we met and did a bunch of meeting stuff. And then in the afternoon, we had like a little fun activity thing because we usually do some sort of a retreat getaway thing. And this yeah. year, it was just not going to work. Um, and so we went to Bernard Griffin for lunch, okay. and then afterwards went into their glass blown. Oh yeah, studio. I've heard about it. And built a little, uh, like we all got little plates that we could make and design with our own uh, our own stuff. And it was super fun. And, and then they like kiln it they for kiln you it, or whatever? And then, uh, Wait, was then, it a glass plate? Yeah. It's oh, a, and then you like put, you put colored pieces on to make a Colored pieces of glass on it, it and glue them on there or whatever. Yeah. And then they burn it in their kiln and then they bring <laughs> it back to you or you pick it up however uh-huh. that works whenever it's done. Yeah. So I don't have it with me. Yeah. But it was a super cool experience. If you're looking for like something quirky and weird and, and um, take an artsy friend to, um, I can't imagine a better uh, opportunity than going and having a glass of wine and 
and making uh, making some art with some glass. It was yeah. really, really cool. So, I've heard um, it's cool there. Right. It's literally right next door to it. There's like a courtyard area next to the tasting room, and I think they do classes. Yeah. Um, so it's not supposed to be a promo, and that sounds like my something interesting, but that's not it. It's it's coming up still. So, <laughs> But check it out. It was cool. All right. Exciting. Um, anything else? No. Okay, let's jump into our, uh, our Sunday review. Let's do then. it. We are continuing our series on the parables through peasant eyes. This year, or this year, we this weekend, uh, we looked at <laughs> the Great Banquet, mm-hmm. a banquet hosted by somebody, and invitations go out, and we talked about the different styles of people who get and receive text messages yep. that's like, hey, let me know uh, if you can make it. What uh, I, I listed about five or mm-hmm. six or so. What is your style personally? Um, generally, I'm the, like, respond immediately or wait and see who else responds. Okay. And what's what is the difference between those two? Is it who invites you? To, like, is it um, close friends? I'm yeah, this, yeah. So if it's close friends, friends, I'm an immediate like yes or no. Um, if it is like people I don't really know, or they invite me to something like I don't know about, or like I'm gonna be like they're gonna be the only person I know there, even if it is a close friend, then I'll be like, um, maybe. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That's kind of, I'm, mostly I'm an immediate responder. When though. was the last time you completely forgot an, about an invitation until after the event and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I just now saw this. I don't think ever. Ever? Look at you. Yeah, I don't think ever. That's I'm impressive. not that kind of person. Oh man, you're so much better than me. <laughs> I definitely have forgotten things and then be like, oh my gosh, man. I, I would never Actually, say I'm I just now seeing back. this, but i don't be know. like, completely forgot to get back to you. Sorry. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I can't remember any time. That I've completely forgotten. Yeah. I can remember times when I have said I forgot. <laughs> yes. But I didn't. I no, just I didn't, didn't forget. Respond. I didn't. I just didn't <laughs> Yeah. I like just didn't want to go and didn't want to tell you I didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, I've done that before. Um, which is so. better than what happened in the story, which is somebody says, yeah, I'll definitely be there. And then they don't show up. Have yeah. you ever been to a wedding and seen those empty plates with the little A-frame signs with the names mm-hmm. on them? That's like, hey, this was yeah, $35. Probably. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been to a wedding, honestly. Yeah. Well, okay. So all my friends got married years ago. Years ago. ago. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, those are my favorite ones uh, that you go. And, and then the bride <laughs> is so always so quick to be like... Uh, uh, you know, trying to come up with an, a reason why um, th- there's not there's extra tables set out. Well, they're supposed. They said they were supposed to be here, and she's so mad at them, and it's so funny. It's like, hey, man, it's okay. Uh, no one else you're, cares. You're still cool. Like we still love you. Your big day. Celebrate uh, it. Um. Anyways, yeah. The story uh, then goes the. I don't know. That's like another argument for eloping. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it's going to affect your emotions this much, maybe mm. just don't do a dinner. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just go to the courthouse yeah, and call it good. fine. Uh, Save the money and yeah. spend it on a really cool honeymoon, which yeah. is just the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Why would you do an incredible wedding uh, and then honeymoon in Finley? I don't know. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, Nobody honeymoons in Finley. I know. But, um, uh, yeah. In the story, these people do it. They make up excuses, and uh, it's it's clearly um, not just a "Hey, something came up," but sort of an in- insult to Jesus or the intelligence of the host, and um, really trying to kind of make their own point. And then Jesus goes into this like 
grace-filled, bring in everybody that you can, and even the people who you previously had thought were out of bounds, they're not out of bounds. Uh, you don't get to declare them out of bounds, and it's it's a pretty cool exposure thing. And the only people who aren't going to make it into the party are the ones who have told them that they that uh, or have told themselves they don't want to be there. Right? They've yeah. made the decision for themselves because everyone's invited. It's a really great um, inclusive. Uh, not, I wouldn't say universalist approach, but like a, a, a message of um, a version of a, a eternal life or something beyond this that is it, that is more all encompassing than 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 some people would perhaps believe. So, and I yeah. think Jesus was intentional about that. And I think it sh- the reason it shows up in Luke's gospel is because Luke is a gospel that's designed for the poor, the broken, the hurting, the dispirited, the outcast, the oppressed. Um, like that's his mo. That's his audience. That's his heart. That and um, and I think Matthews would have been a little bit different, but that's fine. Yeah, it's good. Everybody cool. needs something. So, what were some of your takeaways? Um, I actually just thought of this while you were talking now, but um, thinking about like who is invited already. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> like if you are a Christian, right? You call yourself a Christian or call yourself a God follower in any way. You're you're already invited, and then yeah. you try and like. Like, are you rejecting the invitation or what are you doing to reject the invitation? Um, and kind of that, like, not that you're not invited still or wouldn't be welcome to come, but like, you know, like there, um, everyone else is invited too. like, it's not really a big deal if you're not there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is to God. Right. Yeah. But like, it's also, okay, I'll just invite all these other people. They're all invited too. like. So, okay, great. Try and ruin my whatever, right? Yeah. By not showing up to my party. But I have all these other people who are going to come and be part of this. And my, like, my table is going to be full. Right? Yeah. The, and there's not going to be. People are going to get People this. are going to come. Yeah. People are going to be here. People are going to get the meal. People are going to be part of this celebration. Yeah. Whether you are here or not. So you withholding your presence from us only hurts you it's only hurting you right yeah, yeah that's and that's funny when it comes to kids too because yeah. kids sometimes think that they're making a point and you're like it's you you're deciding this like yeah you, you think that you're ruining the experience but guess what we're gonna have a great time yeah oh <laughs> <without> you <laughs> so go ahead and throw your fit go into your room lock your door that's fine yeah we're gonna be out here and we'll try not to be too loud and yeah <laughs> or maybe we want to be really loud and make you feel bad about it i don't know yeah so yeah um, so I was thinking, I just thought about that too. The like, you know, it's going to happen whether you're there or not. Yeah. And you're cho- when you choose to not be part of that, the only person you're hurting is yourself. Yeah. And the only person who's really being damaged is you. I think part of the, one of the things that I loved about it too was the compel piece that I, I think I, I tried to hit on. And I, I think I did better in second than first, but like that idea of a second invitation of mm-hmm. the first one going out. Anybody who's not who knows that they're not worthy of it is supposed to, by cultural expectation, reject the invitation just in case it's an accident, or because you know they thought, oh yeah, you're supposed, you're just you have to do this, or you feel like you have to do yeah. this. My my son just attended a, a birthday party over the weekend um, for somebody in his classroom who's a girl, and which is great, and it's a, it's but it's clearly a she just had to invite the whole classroom because uh-huh. I was like, tell me about her, and he's like, I don't really know her. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. You're going to this party? Yeah, she invited the whole classroom. You know, and you're like, well, maybe, 
Maybe you just don't go. Maybe you just yeah. maybe you can do uh, her and you a favor and be like, I don't want to take a Saturday and dad a favor from yeah. driving you to freaking Richland uh, to to just say no to this party. He's like, he's such an extrovert. He's like, yeah, no, everyone's gonna be there. I gotta be there. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that's really funny. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, I like that part too. The compel because it isn't like. And you touched on it too. Like the church has a pretty sordid history with that word. Yeah. Um, and it isn't, it isn't sorted as a light word. For, yeah. yeah. For, for um, what happens, has yeah. a pretty like awful history with that yeah. word. It isn't like force people. It's like, no, tell like, let them know. I really want them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it isn't like, Hey, you have to do this or else you die or else whatever. Like it isn't, that's not compelling. Compelling is like, no, no, I like you're truly, truly invited from the deepest part of my being. Like I want you. Yeah. And you're worthy and you belong here. Yeah. And there's no like there's no exception. So when you say no, I like I can't be part of that because you don't feel worthy or you don't feel like you should be invited. It's saying, No, you are invited. You are wanted. You are worthy. You are valuable to be in this space. Yep. Um, so yeah, that is a different a viewpoint on compel than <laughs> what is often yeah. like thought of. So I liked that as well. I'm um, trying to think what else. Oh, um, I liked also like the part about everything happens around a meal, which you see in pretty much every Bible story everywhere. But I think that's also like, that's not something that has left human culture. Right. Um, that is something that we all still experience daily. and crosses all kinds of yeah. racial divides, socioeconomic I mean, divides, and cultural divides. Like yeah. there is food culture in every culture, east, west, north, south. Yeah, there is yeah. no there right. is no people group on this planet that does not have a food culture. Right. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't, no, there's none. Like, because you all, everyone has to eat. Like there's no way yeah, to not functional. Eat. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely better food cultures than other. Food yeah, cultures. but like, but there's always <laughs> yeah, like everybody has to eat, right? Well, and because we are so community based as a species, like, so we're gonna share our food and we're gonna celebrate with food and we're going to, like, we're gonna do things around a meal. Um, and, and there's something I think deeply symbolic about the fact that what you eat becomes a part of you as well. Mm -hmm. And so when we eat the same things, it's like a, a shared community. And we, it, it like physically makes up part of us as mm -hmm. well. And I, I think that that, yeah, it's shared memories for sure around a table, but there's something, there's something more than that, I think too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then people have great conversations when they're eating. Yes. I don't know. Like there's like good, when you're full and happy and enjoyed a meal with someone, that's like one of the best conversations I've had is around those tables. So absolutely, yeah. I mean, we did. Remember the wine series we did a long time ago called In Vino Veritas. Yes. So out of wine truth, right? Yeah. And I know that that means well. Sometimes people get looked up and then they really get talking. <laughs> but a lot of times it just means we lose our pretentiousness. We lose some of the things, some of the baggage, some of the barriers, some of the when you do share a meal with somebody, um, you've got nothing else to do for an hour, hour and a half. How, tell me about yourself. What's mm -hmm. your story? What's your background? Right. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a reason that and that's important. So yeah, yeah it's good. Those are those are my thoughts. I love it. It's great. All right, um, we have got two more weeks left in the series, and right. uh, so we're going to kind of finish strong, hopefully, with these last two. So hopefully you can come and be a part of part five this weekend in person uh, at 9.15 and 10.30 or online at 
or anytime on demand via our app. If you go to eastlaketricities.com, you can download the link there or search your app store and find something there. All right, let's jump into our something interesting. Let's do it. You opened, I go first. Sure Is that did. true? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- uh, we uh, we recently... Who is we? My family. Okay. We recently registered our wiener dog for her final lap. Uh, and I'm not, I'm like not predicting her death, but like... <laughs> I'm sure this is her final lap on the ice at the ice skating rink oh, uh, for the Wiener Dog Have you dog taken her before? Race. Yes. Okay. We used to have two. This The other one was too old to perform. This uh-huh. one was <laughs> too, too, too uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And so anyways, it's March 11th. It's happening on a does Saturday she, does night. Does Genevieve do okay? No. It's going to be awful. So, She's going to she... lose. It's not even a race. <laughs> She's like the fat mascot. <laughs> She her belly is gonna drag on the ice. Does she, she hates also being just cold. like she's gonna hate every minute of bark this. at every other because she she's, barks. She does at not every do good human. with other dogs. Yeah, she she doesn't like people that she doesn't know. She doesn't like to leave the house. She doesn't like to run. She doesn't like any of this. This is why this is her last hurrah, and she doesn't even know about it yet. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, uh, so <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Poor Genevieve. Oh man. What what when does this happen? This is March. This might be a it, hockey game. I go yes, to. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm bringing it up. Saturday, March 11th. Okay. And that's when the we have a dance at school that day. Uh, yeah, London's gonna be there. Okay. I found that out. So London's not even gonna be able to see her this last hurrah. <laughs> and Kylie and I are gonna be. Did out she of town. ask a boy? Uh, that is it's... a great question. Oh, okay. I found out today that she had a dance when I plugged this wiener dog thing into my phone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it looks like London's got a dance. I know girl, nothing about it's a, it. It's the spring fling. It's the girl's ask. Oh, my gosh. So, you know. <laughs> Megan, you're absolutely ruining the end of this podcast. Sorry. I'm supposed to be focused and have a positive attitude and outlook on life. <laughs> and then you bring up this. She also, the, what came through our calendar this morning uh, is her permit is coming up in, in two weeks. So be prepared for more. Hey, before we get started, I got to tell you what happened on the road this week. Um, so uh, exciting times <laughs> ahead. All that to say, mark your calendars. Uh, March 11th. Uh, and I'm not expecting really anybody to come out. It's fine. It's a good hockey game. I mean, come out to a hockey game. Go for it. But um, you'll be seeing, uh, I'm sure, a video post uh, from us of our dog being like, are you serious right now? Just sitting. I'm freaking 12 years old. You're going to put me through this mess? You do the math on how she old she is. Climbed, She's like in her 80s. She just climbed back onto you. Oh. She'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. What are we doing here? This is not entertaining to anybody. The people do not love this. Oh Genevieve! Oh Genevieve! <laughs> they sent. They had you send a picture in, uh-huh. and I sent a picture of her, and and she's just her. She's looking up at you with the eyes that's like you're not actually gonna make me do this, are you? <laughs> that was the picture that that I was like, hang on, I gotta take your picture for something. She's like, come on, God, come on, no, <laughs> no. I'm, she loves you though. She loves me. Yeah, you're the only one. She, her, you and Jovi, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, top two. <laughs> And I think it's me by a mile, but yeah. yes. So it'll be it'll be fun to see. All oh right. man, that's my something interesting. What uh, do you got? Okay, um, I got a story about Cadbury eggs. Do you like Cadbury cream eggs? You talked to me about this. You brought. Oh no, you brought in. What'd you bring in the other day? Oh, I brought in um mini the Cadbury mini eggs. mini eggs. Yeah, and I didn't like those. No, they're those, those, those are taste the, like Whopper. Those are crunchy. the solid chocolate with a fairly thick um candy coating around it. Yeah, and, and, and you're great. talking about the ones that have like a fake egg yolk in them. Yes. Yes. I don't like those either. 
<laughs> just yeah, just poo pooing all over Easter chocolate candy. Yeah. Anyway, most Easter chocolate candy is milk chocolate. Not a milk chocolate guy. Uh, you can get the mini eggs in dark chocolate. Mm, I've yeah, had them in like dark chocolate. Crappy, before. cheap. Taste gross chemicals. It's Cadbury. Cadbury is good chocolate. Good. No, it's not. What's good chocolate then? I don't know. Not that. Cadbury is better than like Hershey's. I don't like Hershey's. Ooh, gross. No. <laughs> Except for uh, s'mores. Yes. That's it. You should just snob. I guess. Um, okay. So in England, um, a couple weeks ago, a person stole a semi truck full of twenty or 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs. Wow. Um, and, um, his name was Joby, Joby, Joby Poole. Um, and he was 32 years old and he Let used, me guess, diabetic? Is he I diabetic? don't know. Okay. Um, and, um, he used, <laughs> he broke into a gate and then stole the truck. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know what he was planning to do with them. He, um, but apparently there were, it was worth like $48,000. Um, so try and sell them. I don't know. Like black market Cadbury black market, eggs. Yeah, I got you. I got what you need here. Um, We're gonna get you down for four dollars <laughs> worth. Uh, but he has since been caught and pled guilty, um, and his sentencing will be uh, in March. So uh, that's like, my story. There's no chance that he knew what was inside of that truck when he took it. He took it because he's probably <laughs> stealing the truck, and then he opened the back and he's like, "Ah, crap! Cadbury eggs. <laughs> Nobody likes these." He was probably hoping for something uh, a little bit more expensive. Yeah, I don't remember if it said where they found him. Um, but they found him not very long after he took it. But anyway, yeah. He, uh, oh, and a number of other chocolate varieties were also stolen. So, but yeah, mostly Cadbury cream eggs were in there. Crazy. So, you know, they foiled a plot to steal Easter candy. Okay, I have one last story for you. <laughs> of course you do. Based on this. <laughs> I'm trying to decide how much of this story I can tell. I think I can tell a lot of it. <laughs> We're just going to go with this it. This is never a good sign. There's somebody in my dad's church who owns a semi-truck company or towing company. Okay. When a tow truck, when a when a semi-truck tips over, everything that's in that, especially if it's food related, is done. Yes. You have to throw it away. Yeah. A seafood truck tipped over recently. Okay. Frozen seafood with a million dollars worth of Ooh. seafood inside. Tipped over, gone. They have to throw it all away. Well- <laughs> or they have to find somebody who, yes. yeah, uh-huh. you connect the dots. I don't want to implicate anybody in any sort of insurance <laughs> fraud. <laughs> My dad got a hold of a, a, some some seafood <laughs> to be able to give to his son who loves seafood <laughs> and whatever, right? So we got some uh-huh. fish, some clams, some whatevers, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things they got was imitation crab things. Okay. Okay. So he made some crab cakes the other day, and I had them. And... Then the next day oh, no. on Thursday, I got I woke up feeling deathly sick. Yeah. Uh stomach. Yep. Just gross. And I'm like, I got food poisoning. And you know what it was? It was those dang imitation crab cakes. <laughs> I think I'm out on imitation crab. So that's what I told <laughs> it turns out I think I just got like the twenty four hour bug that was uh, going around. Okay. But it was but in my mind I was like and still contains to me. I will never have imitation crab again i'm out on imitation <laughs> crab and i told my, we were supposed to go over to my brother-in-law's house uh-huh. and play games on thursday and that was the day i was like i can't do it and uh and he he said uh he said man tough tough deal on the imitation crab and i go yeah and he goes yeah who'd, who'd have thought a semi-truck full of frozen food tips over and all of a sudden <laughs> the food that comes out isn't uh, healthy enough to eat <laughs> causes extreme 
extreme gut sickness. And I said, yeah, when you put it that way, it should have felt a lot more obvious what yeah. was going on. It's really funny. Yeah, it's really funny. So anyways, there you go. Uh, no more, no more know, invitation. Hindsight crab. is twenty twenty. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Knowing, knowing that, avoid uh, it. <clears throat> My dad offers you some crab cakes. Just okay, gently just pass. No. I don't I'm really allergic. like. Um, I don't I'm really allergic. like crab that much anyway. So, mm. me neither I'm anymore. Good. Apparently, just the fake stuff. <laughs> Okay, that'll do it for this week's episode to Say Something mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, thanks so much for taking time out of your week and listening, and uh, we'll hope to see you uh, in person this weekend or catch you on next week on the pod. Oh, yeah. one last thing. This okay. episode drops on Wednesday, tomorrow night, uh, Thursday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Sometimes it drops later, yeah. just FYI. Okay, I'll have to really push Eric to make sure it gets out on Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, is our story table event for uh, ladies here at East Lake. It's yeah. going to be in the main auditorium at 6.30. All the stories shared are on one long table. And as I mentioned earlier, Leia is doing the desserts and we've got wine and all kinds of good stuff. It's a free event. Child care is included. Be sure to check it out. Go to the Marketplace page on our website for more info on that. And if this comes out after that event, then sorry. This is Unless you have a time machine, then that was a waste of your time. But hopefully the rest <laughs> of this podcast wasn't. Have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.